0: Dust off those books, study buddies because we are back to celebrate our hundredth episode with a four-part March Madness spectacular to figure out the best episode of Buffy and Angel. And if you're like, "Hey, isn't it April and not March anymore?" Uh, the um, well, yes, that's uh, technically your. Uh, that's you know what's important? Uh, it's that we're back. Welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, a podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And this is our hundredth episode of Sunnydale Study Group. That's right. This is our hundredth episode. And if you're looking at iTunes and you're like, that's actually 101, we're not counting your introduction. We had one
1: of those? We
0: did. Yeah. It was called Dust Off Your Books. It was the first one we recorded. You remember it?
1: Oh, wow. I thought we recorded our our un...
0: Aired pilot, yeah, but that was on, yeah, but we didn't air that one, Chris. Oh, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I thought we released it,
0: we did eventually, okay, but it's so that does okay. Well, anyhow, according to that, we're I believe you, great, thank you. This is our hundredth episode, which means we're gonna do something very, very special. We are going to kick off a four part series to highlight the best Buffy episode. And if you're thinking, wait a second. Shouldn't you just be going to the next episode, which is like some episode in season four? Technically, you're correct, except we changed the way this podcast is working. We are hopping out of our episode-by-episode episode basis, and we are talking about Buffy at large. That's right. Anything that pops into our heads about Buffy, we will be chatting about that on a weekly basis on Mondays, which is so exciting and so great.
1: Mm-hmm. That is right. So <laughs> if you want to know what happened in season four, still watch it. Yeah, and- you can watch it. You yeah. don't need us. You have all the power in the world. Mm-hmm. And listen to Hell Mouthy and Buffering go episode by episode with you, and then listen to Sunnydale Study Group, and we get to talk about everything else. else.
0: If you want to talk about the best song played at the Bronze, come to us. If you want to chat about uh, which which uh, 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 Keaton film you think that they watched when they went to the Keaton Festival on State Street, we'll probably do an episode about that. Mm-hmm.
1: Or if you want to you know, pick out what your favorite song would be to sing at karaoke at Caritas... Then you can talk to us about. You can that talk too. to us about
0: that as well. All right.
1: Great. And if you're like, "How do we talk to you?" We'll get to that at the end of the episode. But first,
0: let's hop into this episode because we are joined by such a special guest, returning study buddy. It's Dale Kingsmill. Hey,
2: it's me. That's me. That's my name.
0: That's right. That is Dale Kingsmill's name. How's it going?
2: It's going all right. I've not been invited on for a while. I can't help but notice.
0: Yeah, and that's because we haven't done episodes in a while I'm so glad you brought that up And I'm so glad it was brought up organically We took a little bit of a break and we explained in our last uh, Little sleigh day episode mm-hmm. why that was We just wanted to take a second Clear the air, chill out for a second Get some of our projects going And uh, and hop right back into it So I'm so glad you brought that up, Dale, thank you so much yeah. Yeah. What have you been up to? What have you, have you been?
2: Oh my gosh, I've been so busy uh, Mainly the biggest thing that's been going on over on my YouTube channel Which is youtube.com slash monarchs factory go check it out Uh, i've started a web series it's called wolfgang and it's just a silly little series it's about i don't know a group of of inner city werewolves and their inner lives when they're not wolves
0: sounds like the perfect thing for buffy fans to watch (laughs) this is this is the audience for that and it's really good i
2: certainly hope everyone go check it out thank you
0: it's really
1: really really good and I've recently discovered it. I'm really
2: proud of it. It's nearly killed me, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good. Are you done with it?
2: Um, not quite yet. We have filmed two-thirds of it and need to film the last third, which is going to be happening in August, question mark.
0: And uh, your episodes go up monthly unless there's a special sky event, is that correct?
2: Um, yeah, they, they go up every full moon. So uh, like in Buffy where werewolves change on the night of the full moon and the night before and the night after, the same thing with our werewolves and our episodes go up during those nights every month so like this month is the blue moon so we've had two sets of episodes at the beginning of march and now at the end of march
1: boom blue moon. you guys remember <laughs> when the when the mice sing blue moon and babe yeah yeah i think
2: about Great. that also. i hated those mice
1: you, you you loved them i
2: hated them I hated them.
0: You misread Dale's opinion about the mice. You and went to the exact opposite, or you're trying to convince Dale to like like the mice. Dale loves them. It was them. a good
2: guess though, because I either love something or hate something. There you I'm go. Very rarely, in
0: and that's week. perfect for what we are going to kick off as a four-part series event. Because to celebrate our hundredth Sunnydale Study Group episode, we are going to decide the best episode of Buffy and Angel. Because we have a March Madness bracket. Of, if I'm not mistaken, because we ran the numbers, eight Buffy episodes Uh and eight Angel episodes. Yeah, which means, and I picked them, and Chris picked the brackets. (laughs) So the way it's gonna work is, Dale and I are actually going to uh, go through the first round of Buffy episodes, and we are going to work together to try to figure out between the two, they're going up against each other, which one wins. So there'll be two episodes go up against each other. They move on. One moves on to the next round. Two episodes. One moves on. Two episodes. One moves on. Two episodes. One moves on. Then we jump over to the Angel side, and we'll do that next week. But for this week, we will be figuring out out of Chris's eight favorite episodes, which four episodes will move on to round two so dale are you ready
2: you're very generously saying that we'll be working together on this i just i just feel as though i've been deliberately brought here because i am the most argumentative person that you know um yeah yeah i'm gonna suspicious i
0: agree with that i would agree that dale's the most argumentative person but i would say that i'm the most
1: agreeable person drew a match made in somewhere (laughs) <laughs> perfect. Yep, that is the, that's
0: the perfect name of a rom com. <laughs> a match made in somewhere. Where are you? I don't know. Somewhere, <laughs> and that's how oh. they met. Okay, so great. Uh, the way that's going to work is Chris is going to give us the two episodes, and we don't have any preparation. Dale and I don't know which episodes Chris has decided. No, mm-hmm. you do not. All right, we about to dive in. I think we're ready. So let's get to the let's get the March Madness Buffy music going. I was going to put in post-music, but let's just oh, yeah, stick, no, with stick with it, 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 that. No, no, no. Let's stick with yeah. that instead. That one's going to make the cut. Then also, I don't have to record any music, because we keep working. We have to Although make so much could, music. If you could. I could. If you guys have
1: been listening to Thank You for Questing, he's really great at making music for podcasts. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone. We should say again, this is your last spoiler warning. Sunnydale Study Group has gone rogue. We have gone rogue. have gone rogue, rogue demon hunter, <laughs> and we are talking about everything. And if you're like, I don't
0: get that reference, you might get, want to. Get it. out. <laughs> If you don't get that <laughs> reference, run. This is a Wesley warning. We're giving yes. you a Wesley Wyndham Price warning at the top here.
1: <laughs> okay, great. All right, everybody, you have gathered to decide which will be the greatest Buffy episode, the greatest angel episode, and then which between those episodes is superior to the other. And we're going to round one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we now are diving into the later seasons of Buffy. That is right. Our first matchup of the day is once more with feeling versus storyteller. So here's how this is gonna happen. <gasps> we're gonna count three, two. We're gonna give ourselves a second to think
0: about it. Then we're gonna count down three, two, one, and then Dale and I will say which episode we vote out of those two. If we agree, conversation over. If we disagree, then oh, conversation we really, begins.
2: If we- Conversation over. No, no, well, we we'll no,
0: like, but like, we won't be like, okay. we both said, we, you know, like, we both said harvest. Oh, let's argue about how we both said harvest. That doesn't, we can, no, no like, it's gonna be, yeah, okay, right? That makes bright. but maybe still like highlight the. We'll chat. You said why.
2: Conversation over. Like that's a very definitive statement that you. Well,
0: made. already we are off to a disharmonious. Perfect, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. That's the nature of competition. <laughs>
1: we just jumped
0: into. We're already butting heads. Okay, so Chris, you can count us down.
1: All right, and three, two, one. Once more with feeling.
2: Once more with feeling.
1: They agree. Right. Conversation over, moving on. <laughs> Just kidding.
2: <laughs> Done.
0: What are your reasons, Dale, no for days. voting for once more with feeling?
2: Well, I nearly voted for Storyteller. There was a split second there where I was thinking about it, and it's such a shining gem in the middle of season seven, you know? Um, and And my reasoning for Storyteller was going to be that it's like, such an important moment in the context of the story that's happening at the time and then I thought about it it's like just because I I forget sometimes because it's so iconic how built into what is happening once more with feeling is because it was actually it was the first episode of Buffy I ever saw
0: that's right
2: and yeah, and I'm pretty sure that it spoils every major twist in the series up until that point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, every single thing. Like, like Willow's gay, uh, Dawn exists, you know, you've got freaking, like, references to everything happening. in Buffy there. Buffy being dead. And, yeah, oh my gosh, just flippantly thrown into the middle of a song. So it <laughs> tells you everything that's already happened. Um, so it's weird that i I always think of it as like a standalone episode that you can watch without the rest of the context, but actually, it's super like it is the intricately context woven in with everything, yep. yeah
1: mm-hmm. and how amazing that that episode, which I have shown to many people out of context, despite how inside baseball that episode is with how many references there are that you in like relationships that are being twisted around that you kind of need to be invested in the Creativity of it is just so insane and remarkable that everybody who I've shown it to out of context is kind of immediately pulled in. Yep. I think it's the it
2: transcends.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The she did pretty well f- with uh, Fiends from Hell moment. Just like You get it. Yeah. It is it you're in. It. it is a
0: great this is what Buffy is episode. I and mean, I know that mm-hmm. not every episode of Buffy is a musical. In fact, there's only one slash there's a reprise later. But it address it's like funny. It's got demons. It's cute, but it also gets really dark and really sad. Don's Lament is one of my favorites Mm -hmm. because it's just like it's it's a really great distillation of that character and that relationship. Uh, The like the second half of the episode Buffy songs are all like they're so good and so sad. And so and she talks about how she was pulled from heaven. Mm -hmm. It's. It it goes to the highs of Buffy, it goes to the lows of Buffy, Mm -hmm. and that's why it got Mm -hmm. my vote.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: and it builds on from the stuff that came before and leads in so well to episodes like Tabula Rasa, which are also brilliant. So it like it sets the scene. It does such a good job. It sets the scene. Storyteller is great as well, but
1: it is. is. Storyteller (laughs) is lovely because it it just was like you said, Dale. It just was like this shining light in a somewhat bleak landscape. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no.
1: she shook oh, her head. that was
2: a moment of silence for the truth of that yeah segment. it was
0: we, yeah. we needed to honor it mm-hmm.
1: all right
2: and let me write it on the board do, It's do, going do, do, on the board Blip, blip,
1: blip, bloop blip, blip, done Alright, what's more with feeling? One Storyteller, sorry, but you are good Janus Benson, A-grade comedy writing On that episode And also a great
0: illustrator, we met her at a convention And she drew her own picture for her library card That
1: she did, that she did, Omar Oh, is something buzzing? Okay. Don't worry about the buzzing Alright, you guys ready for the next matchup? We are, are you ready? Yes. The next matchup and it's pretty I'm I'm curious as to what you guys are gonna say about this one. Alright. It is Doppelgangland versus the Wish. <gasps> Ooh. What will they choose? Ooh. What will they decide? That was this is a good pairing, Chris. This is a really
2: great pair up. <laughs>
1: Thanks. Are right, you guys ready for the countdown? Or you want to think about it more? Okay. I'm ready. Alright. Three, two, one. Doppelgangland.
2: The, the wish. <laughs> not, we have you. a disagreement. I always got you.
0: <laughs> we have a disagreement. So now we got to now we got to suss it out. The uh... <laughs> yeah. What else are we gonna?
1: Okay, we mm-hmm. have. To, okay, actually, that's not true. We have to convince Chris because Chris, you get the final vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not subject yeah. to congressional <laughs> approval. The only person you have to convince <laughs> is me. And you know um, where that reference is from, right, Dale? Oh.
2: I stopped paying attention. Oh, okay,
0: got it. Doesn't easy, but uh, I will say, Chris, I want you to keep in mind that um, we have done Hamilton together many times, and and Dale has never performed oh, Hamilton with you. Oh, come
2: on, with this? Yeah, I've not listened to Hamilton. All right, come on. Oh, you should come I know to a Hamiltons. Who Hamilton is, he's on the uh-huh. ten dollar note.
1: The ten dollar founding father without a father. <laughs> All right, so. All right, guys. We've got Doppelganger Land versus the Wish. That's right, the introduction of the Wish verse, and of course, the follow-up of the Wish verse. Now we have Omar choosing Doppelganger Land, That's while right. Dale is standing behind the Wish. Now, let thank us... you for cheering
0: me on. Thank you for cheering me
1: on, mm-hmm. audience. As we are the podcast in America, we'll say we're home court, but home court advantage will go to the visitor. Uh, Dale, you get to make your arguments. Uh, oh, you got to chew You didn't uh, cor- need to use this ex- like this metaphor. I'm trying <laughs> to make it sportsish. I, oh, I appreciate that, but I feel like it. What if,
2: what if it was more like golf? Like, how would you how would you intro it if uh, it was so, like golf? Uh, okay,
1: now here we go. It looks like uh, we are going to be coming up now on a conversation. Uh, Dale has some disagreements about exactly what's going on in Omar's head. Let's hear what she has to say. Unless you want him to go first.
2: Um, well, for starters, I would argue that Gangland can't exist without the Wish. So just saying. Mm. That's a pretty important statement right there. Uh, on top of that, the Wish gives us the introduction of Anya yeah. as a villain, no less. Like, it's the basis for Anyanka. Anya could come in and be quirky and we'd be told that she was an ex-demon. And she wouldn't be nearly as brilliant a character if we hadn't already been frightened of her in the Wish to begin with wouldn't have been nearly as impactful. It's an incredibly important part of Cordelia Chase's character arc throughout both Buffy and Angel, which I personally feel is the best character arc Mm -hmm. across both series. Um, And then on top of that, I would say that the detail that we get in The Wish of extra characters and their lives in this alternate universe, like the Wishverse White Hats, just one of the, Mm -hmm. the, the beautiful details that makes Buffy... A better show than any other show that's ever been on television. Mm. Be
1: Strong arguments coming from Team Dale and slash Team Wish. Now we're gonna throw it over to Omar and see if he can sway the judges depending on what their mysterious position is. Thank you so much.
0: My opponent has many arguments, but where there is
2: four. I had four of them. Where
0: there is quantity, there is lacking quality and i will make up for well, that. Well,
2: there were four very good arguments, but okay.
0: W- there and i will f- i will address a quality argument. While it may not be the copious amount that my opponent had, i will give you one four. name, Willow. Let me give you another name, Willow. That's right. This episode features two willows. This is using the show's paranormal abilities to have fun with acting, give our character another angle foreshadows something that's going to be a prominent aspect of this character and a part of this storyline. And also, it's just plain fun to watch. I also love the fact that it pays off on the multidimensionality, which other shows don't do. If other shows go to a different universe, they don't often find a really great, satisfying way to pay off on that. The flashback to the previous episode where we went to another dimension is great because it completes a story, and it also makes it totally work. This This is like a Doctor Who episode within Buffy and I love that and it's just plain fun.
2: If I may offer a very brief rebuttal to um just just one of the points that my opponent uh, has made. I'll allow it. Uh thank you. Thank you very much. Uh it's interesting that you bring up the the meta statement that double gangland gives the actors an opportunity to uh perform beyond their ordinary bounds when actually uh the wish offers this in a broader aspect because not only do we get to see uh, a dark willow. We also get to see a dark Xander, a dark Buffy. We get to see many variants on the characters and the actors' performances that we've come to know and love.
0: I do I, I do feel like every episode allows the actors of Buffy to explore different roots of their character. What we don't often get to see until a little bit later uh, from one other episode is an actor play against themselves, And that is really cool. And that's where this episode shines.
2: You don't have to dodge spoilers anymore, Omar. You can say the replacement, or you can say, you know, you're allowed to reference other episodes now. We spoiled now. Yeah, right? yeah we,
0: spoil, we, spoil, we spoil. Yeah, while we you think, were gone, yeah. go in, while you go were in, gone, learn. we said all
1: the worst spoilers. But
0: also, we we're probably gonna cut that out. Okay, so. good. <laughs> <laughs> but we are no, not because they're spoilers, but because it didn't really it make just sense didn't make sense. Episode. We were kind of rambling.
1: Um. Okay. Alright, so how should this work? Should I go based on the arguments or what I actually think?
2: You can, okay, I, I reckon If you Say who made the better argument But then judge based on What you actually think
0: Yeah, if you mm. could just say who wins That's really
1: what we care about Okay, I think you guys both gave compelling Arguments Both gave compelling arguments However, Omar You didn't really need to come after her personal character <laughs> Oh no,
0: Okay, I didn't realize rhetoric would play such an extensive part of this game.
1: You want a little big city lawyer there for a minute. Um, uh, Both great arguments. I'm going to give it to Dale on arguments. Though I do prefer Doppelgangland. Mostly because of the opening scene of DeHoffren and Anyanka.
2: Oh, it's so good. And also, one of my favorite Buffy lines probably is um, when... That when Willow walks into the library and she's just like, Wow, who died? Oh well, no, who died? Yeah. Everyone's like, Yeah, freaking out. That scene is brilliant,
1: yeah, wonderful. I, I,
0: I think, in our by the way, I think in our bracket that uh, the wish actually moves on because I think that it makes the most sense for it to be which episode won the argument, okay. which is
1: your favorite, okay, right? There you go. I'm so down. the wish moves right. on. I all right, you're 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 not sad that I picked it instead of yours. No, I am very sad. Oh, are okay. you kidding me? But I'm gonna.
2: <laughs> I want to argue against Omar right now, even though what he's saying benefits me. That's who I am as a person. Oh. I just want to argue.
1: Great, but then I also like made it so it's like your points. It's like I should just yeah. I, I'd, I'd like to be. I know the judges are the judges <laughs> can be swayed because you know what? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I do prefer Doppelgangland, but we'll have The Wish move on because um, it is a little bit more classic. It is a little bit more of a classic episode. What I adore about Doppelgangland, it's a very classic episode as well. I actually think it's probably my favorite episode in a post-rewatch realizing Xander's kind of here, <gasps> but...
2: Wow, really? Yeah.
1: Um, mm. It's just so quintessential. It's like angels helping, but it's not stressful um willow v willow anya is both anya and anyanka a little bit still
2: yeah that's true
1: and my favorite moment in all of buffy is anya talking to de hofren and being the like and now i'm he's like I, I tortured men for centuries and now i'm stuck in this gross flesh and i'm weak and i can get sick and i'm flunking math. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. I'm sure I butchered those lines, but you remember the moment. All right, we're having the wish move on. Is that okay with everybody? Yep. We are halfway through because you know what? Then there's surprises for me too. That's true. There's surprises for you, and
2: that's true. Yeah.
0: Surprises for Chris is the my favorite name of a '90s band that doesn't quite yet exist.
1: <laughs> it was made up of Deep Blue Something members after the
0: after they broke up and then reformed, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they surprised
1: Chris. Yeah. So, all right, next two episodes. Next two episodes, which are going to be. Considered one episode, though it's two two-parters versus each other. Understood.
2: Mm. Okay, right. Gotcha.
1: The, the battle of the pairs. We've got Becoming versus Graduation Day. Three, two, one. Graduation, Graduation Day.
2: Graduation
1: Day. And we have a winner. Graduation yeah. Day beats out Becoming. <laughs> now, arguments... Against the imaginary <laughs> opponent, yeah.
2: <laughs> go for it, you go. Well,
0: first of all, that opponent was uh, hugely long-winded, unnecessary,
2: mm. uh,
0: really kind of meander for like a good long forty minutes, and uh, didn't really consider our feelings, which I was a little bit hurt by. Mm-hmm. But also, mostly, I just love the strength of Buffy for me. And you find this out later in the show is that it's not she she spreads her power. She uses her network of friends and family to not it's like not like a D.C. thing where like your friends and your loved ones are liabilities. It's strength. And that's something I Mm. really, really like about the show. This thing I love about Buffy as a slayer within the lineage of slayers. And I think that graduation is perfectly exemplifies that.
2: Mm, Yeah. I I also, since you say that, that makes me realize that even though I I do love uh, becoming part two, especially, uh, Mm -hmm. and there's that iconic moment where Angel's taunting her and he says, you take everything away. And what do you have left? And she catches the sword and she says, me. And everyone loves that moment. It's brilliant. It's wonderful. But really, in some ways, it flies against the the thesis statement of Buffy, which is the, the thing that makes her different to all the slayers that have come before her is that she does tell her friends, she does tell her family, she keeps this group of people around her, and she spreads her power, like Omar was saying. And so, graduation day, uh, having... This, this showdown between the two Slayers, for starters, which was just badass. And then moving on to... They tell the whole school. They they acknowledge the fact that there's no way Sunnydale High doesn't know about monsters, and they give everyone weapons, and they let everyone join the fight. And it's just this wonderful moment of teamwork, and it really kind of matches the the essence of the show.
0: And also uh, justifies graduation gowns.
1: Never mm-hmm. quite understood graduation gowns mm-hmm. unless you're fighting vampires. Mm-hmm. Great, great arguments all around. Yes. And then as a one last little tidbit on that is part of the reason I just generally prefer season three to season two is even though season two is very special, season two is very sad. And yeah. it's drenched in Angelus killing Jenny and leaving her in a bed and torturing Buffy's, you know, friends and family. And like uh, that's all great drama. And Angelus is a strong villain, but I prefer Angel being part of the team and not just this sickening hole of sadness that is just like everything you believe in will be taken from you. Truth, truth. All right, great points. I'm
2: glad we all agreed on that one. Yeah,
1: I agree as well. <laughs> all right, Al, are we ready for the final? I am.
2: Ready? Let's go.
1: All right, and it is... I made it <laughs> well, Yeah, well, yeah, you did. We're, we're, we're playing, we like sports Alright, yeah. and it is Hush Versus Bad Girls Three, two One Hush Alright Bad Girls was a little bit of maybe a random one there But you no, know Bad what? Girls is great. It was the first season no, three it's, it's episode I ever episode. saw
2: Mm. And it's a good episode. Yeah, don't episode. don't feel
1: don't doubt yourself okay, for a great, second.
0: That's a great, great pick. Yeah, no, it's a great definitely. pick. It's so good.
2: It's just a rough draw that it ended up against. Yeah,
0: Hush. it is. It is. For me, Hush is not the Buffy episode. It doesn't perfectly capture, you know, the essence of Buffy because there's a lot of Riley stuff, uh, and also there is not a lot of talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are two things that I associate with Buffy a lot. A lot of it doesn't have Riley, and a lot of it mm-hmm. does have talking, but. What I love about Hush so much, and which is why it definitely tops my list so often, is because it's the, the extrapolation of a fable into modern-day problems and that communal experience is what I love about Buffy. And what I love about Sunnydale is that there's a weird paranormal thing, and everyone kind of experiences it. And that's what's so cool about this show is, like, everyone—like, these weird things happen to everyone, and they're, like, timeless.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: timeless stuff in our time, and, I, and Hush does that really well, and I love it. Mm-hmm.
2: For me, I think it comes down to Bad Girls is brilliant drama, and we get a lot of moments throughout the series where we get really, truly great drama. Uh, Whereas for me, Hush is possibly the only episode that really makes me scared.
1: Mm. It's the only
2: episode I, for for a long time, uh, for the first couple of viewings, I had to watch it with commentary on or you know music playing in the background something to distract me from it because it was so frightening just having mm-hmm. this like constant tense music and jump scares and things like that it it was like a genuinely scary episode
1: i was freaked out by those creepy guys <laughs> And right now, you're probably freaking out because we
0: have finished the first round of our Buffy March Madness bracket. That's right. where are
1: the four <laughs> ones to move on, Chris? All right. The four ones now going up against each other. Next week, we will have Once More with Feeling versus The Wish. And then on the other side, we will have Graduation Day, Parts 1 and 2 versus Hush. Ooh. That'll actually be in two
0: weeks. Get your pajamas because that'll be happening in a fortnight. All right, thank you so much for joining us for our first round of The Buffy and Angel March Madness. This has been such a blast. Where can folks find you and all your amazing things that you make, Dale?
2: Um, well, this is that time of the show where I begin to regret that I haven't like consolidated all of my handles across social media. Um, so the easiest way is to just type in Dale Kingsmill into Google and uh, find me via that but you can find me mainly on youtube at youtube.com forward slash monarchs factory or on twitter at dailydale
1: there it is all right how about you chris where can folks find you uh they can find me at uh, youtube.com slash monarchs yep um and on twitter <laughs> at dailydale fantastic and you know uh also my Montiac <laughs> twitter and instagram youtube Whoop. Senses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Omar. You can always find me at youtube.com
0: slash Marx Factory as well as Daily Dale on Twitter. <laughs> and if you want to find other stuff that I do, you can find me on Twitter at Omarjam, Omar Film on Instagram, as well as a little podcast called Thank You for Questing also on the Zye Heist Network. So please check that out. Oh yeah. It is a weekly RPG podcast where Chris and I make up fun stuff with our friends Kelly and Mia, and we go on crazy adventures. Except you guys go on crazy adventures, so I just uh lead them. Well,
1: no, no, you play all the other, you play all the NPCs on the adventures. That's
0: true, that is true. Many
1: characters you've portrayed have been on those adventures. Many of them have died.
0: Yeah, uh, most of them, which I'm still kind of upset (laughs) at you guys for. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to find anything, it's just like Buffy in that regard. Mm, that's true, that all the NPCs were played by Marty Noxon. And... If you <laughs> want to see, check out anything and everything related to Sunnydale Study Group, please check out SSG Podcast on Twitter. Again, that's SSG Podcast, as well as Sunnydale Study Group on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also check out our Zeit Heist website page because we got a bunch of fun goodies up there that you can participate with. And you can actually leave us a voicemail that's right you can call us by calling the number 805-669-8187 again that's 805-669-8187 and leave a short voicemail about how you feel about how today's bracket played out and if you're international you can as always record a voice message and email it to us at sunnydilcergroup at gmail.com thank you so much we'll be back next week when we figure out our angel bracket until then pack up your bags pack up your books we'll see you then